a happy and blessed Mother's Day to all mothers here and all uh, wives that desire to be mothers as well. I just know of our, our prayers for you. And once again, thank you for your continual uh, yes, your continual fiat uh, to the Lord as well as to uh, your, your children. You know, whenever I think of, of a mother, of course, I'm going to think of, of my mom, who's actually not surprising here today on Mother's Day. But to be honest with you, I don't talk to her every day. I don't. I try calling every Sunday, and if I don't, I get a text saying, are you alive on Monday morning sometimes? But I do talk to my other mother every day. I talk to Mary every day. I think that's very important, to talk to Mary, mother of God, who desires to be our mother as well. And the way that I do that is I pray my rosary every day. And it's just been such a beautiful uh, devotion and a help for me to live out, well, the commandments that, the God, that God gives us. To keep his commandment is hard to do sometimes. But to know that Mary is interceding for me helps immensely. Of course, we think of the month of May as Mary's month, and one of the reasons is because yesterday we celebrated uh, the memorial of Our Lady of Fatima. Our Lady showed up to these, these three shepherd children in Portugal in 1917 and eventually revealed to them three things that they're called to do. Number one, and not just for them, but the whole world, by the way, this message for the world, a conversion of heart. Of course, we always want our heart to be converted to, to greater love, to, to greater uh, unity with God. And when this happens, we're going to be happier. We know this. Number two, a repentance of, of sin. Of course, if we want to be happy, we need to leave that, that sin behind and, and all the ill effects that it has. But it's hard. It's hard to give up some of these worldly pleasures sometimes. Father Mike Schmidt's actually talking about that right now in the catechism in a year, how concupiscence can have a, a hold over us, that desire for ill effects of sin. But Mary's saying, no, we must have this repentance of sin. And so the third thing, of course, is she asks, and she tells us to do what? She says, everyone should pray the rosary every day. Every day. She makes it very clear. And we've heard this before, I know, and I know that it can be hard to try to, to try to carve out that time for that prayer. But when you do it, and I know so many here do pray the rosary every day, I know that your life has changed because of it. I know during COVID, certain people started praying with Father Rocky. He started the Rosary Across America so every single night on Relevant Radio, they pray the rosary together. I know parishioners that come every single day before daily mass, 30 minutes for daily mass, and they, they pray the rosary uh, together. I know, well, myself, I love praying the rosary when I'm in traffic. I do. You know why? It helps to avoid road rage for all the horrible drivers. When I'm praying the rosary, it really helps to try to stay calm. I know there's families that gather every single night and pray, or every Sunday that they pray together. I know there's individuals that just, you can think of certain times in your life how the rosary got you through, or how the rosary helped you to avoid 
a sin, or a rosary maybe at the deathbed of a loved one, or before a funeral, or before a wedding, whatever it may be. The rosary is very powerful because what it does is it helps us to remain in God's love and have a mom that's interceding truly for us. Mary wants us to encounter her son. And when we do this, what are we going to have? We're going to have great hope. We hear about this today in our second reading from St. Peter. Always be ready to give an explanation to anyone who asks you for a reason for your hope. How do we have hope in a world that can be filled with darkness? Well, Because we know the light of Christ shines through it all. We know that Christ desires to be with us. And what we're called to do is take that time with him, to develop this relationship with him. And in doing so, not only are we going to want to follow the commandments, we could imagine doing anything but following his commandments. And the rosary is a great tool for this to happen. You may have noticed the last couple weeks I've been mentioning, pray the rosary daily during the month of May. And I hope that you have. I want to share a story with you of someone who started praying a rosary uh, daily. uh, And it was actually, I learned about it uh, with my cousin. My cousin Tony recently got married a couple weeks ago. A couple months ago, I got an invitation in the mail to go to his wedding. Uh, Tony, I think, is one of 29 cousins on my mom's side. I think my grandma had 35 uh, grandchildren. And so Tony and I came to you know, know each other a little bit when I was in St. Paul Seminary. He was an undergrad at University of St. Thomas. So about once or twice a semester, we'd have lunch together. We'd talk about the faith. And it was so inspiring to see Tony going to Sunday Mass as a college kid. We know that doesn't always happen. It should happen, but it doesn't always. Tony was an engineer student, has a very beautiful mind, but also very introverted. So he didn't talk much. That's kind of a Deutsch quality. Hence, my last name's Carlson and not Deutsch. I like to talk sometimes. But anyways, uh, Tony was very, very prayerful. uh, And Tony eventually met met a girl. They eventually moved out to, he eventually moved to Pennsylvania for a job. He got married, and the marriage didn't, it didn't work. There were some, some things that happened uh, that went really bad, and Tony and his wife uh, divorced. I haven't talked to Tony for, for 10 years, probably. He lived out in Pennsylvania, heard that he was maybe moving back to the Midwest, so you can imagine my surprise a couple months ago when I received an invitation to his wedding. I didn't even know he was dating anyone, so I open it up, and I, I see the picture of him and a girl named Chelsea, and it says RSVP at the knot.com backslash whatever. And I'm thinking it's a Saturday afternoon. There is no way that I can make it uh, to his wedding. It's just really hard uh, to actually leave for, for anything. I like being here with you. But I was curious, who is this Chelsea and what's Tony up to in his life? So the beautiful thing about the knot.com is it usually has a section on there, as you know maybe, that says our story and how we met that is a beautiful gift for priests, by the way, because it really helps with homily prep for the weddings, all right? So if you're engaged, make sure to have that, all right? It's, and also other people, all right? So, of course, I was curious, and I wanted to let them know I probably can't make it to the wedding, but I wanted to click on our story. 
And even how they met shows you how little game my cousin Tony has. On March 25, 2022, they met on a website called eHarmony. And sure enough, Tony's first message went like this. Hi, Chelsea. Cute smile. That is fun that you have a nephew. I have three nieces. That was his whole message. <laughs> Somehow that won her over. I'm guessing they went in more details after that. So there's their first time encountering each other through a website. But soon after, on April 2nd, it was actually Good Friday, they went on their first date, and he brought flowers. Tony actually lives in Western uh, Wisconsin. Chelsea uh, lived in St. Cloud all the way till the marriage uh, date. So Tony went to St. Cloud and went on a date with her and went to a Good Friday service, I believe. April 23rd, it says, more flowers. May 23rd, they get their first picture together. Tony, I believe, is 37, 38 years old now, and he still rides dirt bikes, and she still fell in love with him somehow. But the first picture, of course, is with her and Tony in his dirt bike, you know, outfit and his helmet, uh, smiling, and that was their first picture. May 30th, more flowers with an I love you. You can tell that they're taking this relationship seriously. But then I saw something I've never seen on the knot before. It was a picture of a rosary. July 21st, 2022. First daily rosary together. And it stopped me in my tracks. I thought, I've never seen this before. And it got me curious. And so I called my mom and I said, Mom, who's this Chelsea lady? Uh, she must be Catholic and everything else. And I asked my mom for, for Tony's number. And so I gave Tony a call and he, he, he still had my number. I didn't have his. And I called him and I said, Tony, congratulations on uh, the, the engagement. It looks, looks like you met a, a beautiful lady. You guys are you're praying together, it looks like. This is so cool. Tell me more about this prayer. Like you said, you prayed a rosary together. That's cool. He goes, no, 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 Father Alex. We've prayed a rosary together every single day since July 21st. I said, how is that possible, Tony? You live in western Wisconsin. She lives in St. Cloud. How do you do that? He goes, yeah, we only see each other like once every two weeks. But every night on the phone, either over the phone or on FaceTime, we pray our rosary together. I said, why? Like, not like why in a bad way, but like, wh why? What motivates you to do this? And he goes, I don't know. It just really helped our relationship. And to know that Mary was interceding for us. And we couldn't imagine not praying a rosary together anymore. And so they kept on praying a rosary daily together. Sometimes in person, but many times over the phone, over FaceTime. And so when I saw that, I realized I have to go to the wedding. <laughs> this is something I've never really seen before. And just to see how Tony was able to you know, have a broken heart be fixed. We can be very honest about this. But in the same sense, put himself out there again because he knows what the point of marriage is. It's to help one another encounter Christ. It's to help one another to get to heaven. It's to help to one another to keep 
the commandments of God. And so on April 29th, Tony and Chelsea got married at the St. Cloud uh, Cathedral. I was able to kind of celebrate the Mass, which means I kind of sat in the corner, praying very reverently, but able to see this, the love that the two had together. It's very simple, beautiful ceremony, beautiful Mass. They had a great devotion to Mary at the end, where everyone brought flowers up uh, to, to Mary. And at the very simple reception, I was able to talk to the bride and groom. That doesn't always happen. But I was able to talk to Tony and Chelsea, and Chelsea eventually wandered off to go talk to someone else. And I, I said, Tony, I'm so glad I could be here. I'm going to ask you a question. Have you prayed your rosary yet today? He goes, no. We do it in the evening, Father. We do it in the evening, Father. Like they still, he's like, we'll do it tonight. There is no doubt about it. We'll be praying our rosary together. There's just something about that that really hit me. Of here's this couple coming together, but coming together with obviously Christ at the center, but Mary interceding for them as well. I know that life is busy. I know that life can be difficulty. I know that marriage can be difficult. I know that being a mother can be extremely difficult. I've put my mom through a lot. But I put my other mom even through more. And she's always been there for me, interceding for me, helping me to try to stay, to keep following the commandments. We go back to Our Lady of Fatima. She doesn't say, try to pray a rosary every day or when you think about it. She says, pray a rosary every day. Let's listen to our mom. As we know, moms always know best, especially the mother of God. And so I just encourage you, let's really try to pray that rosary every day. Find a time, either as a family, as an individual, in your car, wherever it may be. And when you do, it's truly going to change your relationship with other people, your relationship with God. And this is the hope that you're going to have. Because you know that Christ's light is going to shine even greater when we find that room for him. Our Lady of Fatima.